Anchors Away, the show where we take titles of popular songs and make them the theme for our shows. I'm Rachel, the founder and editor of Chicago's own Anchor Magazine. And I'm Amnesty, her across-the-pond BFF that pitched this crazy show to her. Join us for some wild conversation about everything from music to the unbelievable stories of our lives and dig into the 90% of our brains that are pretty much just song lyrics. We'll make recommendations. Get it? Wreck as in shipwreck. And give next to useless life advice. <laughs> oh god, that was a bad take. That was a bad recording in progress. All right, so today is What's My Age Again, which I think is funny because uh, we always talk about how we're getting old, don't we, Rachel? Yes, yes. Um, (laughs) And I think really today is kind of just like one of those rants about how fucking old we feel. (laughs) Totally, yeah. And just remembering, too, that, you know, we were, at least I was 23 when I lived in London. And so, and that's where Amnesty and I met. So it's kind of funny, the whole nobody likes you when you're 23 at least amnesty liked me so. <laughs> yeah we were roommates I, I chose you as a roommate <laughs> we were roommates oh my god they were roommates do you know that reference <laughs> no <laughs> oh it's a vine so speaking of feeling old today is all about the tiktoks mm-hmm. and then vine i never i never got into i never made any vines but i just like that is always there's like I'll, I'll send it to you after but there's like the guy sitting on like a stoop in new york and this girl walks past on the phone she's like and they were roommates and then he like puts the camera on himself he's like oh my god they were roommates so anytime <laughs> someone says roommates you know you have to like put that on the page the medium. <laughs> now oh, we're feeling old god. oh my god they were roommates so yeah but- i guess i have to preempt this question by saying like six months ago i came up i sort of came to this conclusion that I didn't feel like an adult and I didn't and I felt old at the same time and I decided that I was just just not gonna let myself feel either but then there's still these moments where I'm like holy shit like everything hurts and like I can't stand during a concert the entire time (laughs) yeah um my knees just don't don't do it anymore yeah (laughs) um but yeah so like for me, it's just coming to the conclusion that I wanted to just feel like my age, whether that was old or yet, like if I wasn't old enough or mature enough, but even then, um, even then I just have just crazy moments. Like my sister and my brother are around this week and they are, um, my brother's 14 and my sister's 21. And I just can't even like wrap my head around some of the stuff that they do with their lives. Yeah. (laughs) Like constantly being on TikTok or, um, my sister's in cinematography, so she's doing filming and stuff. And she talks about the way movies are changing as far as pacing. I guess yesterday we talked about song length as well, but pacing's changing. It's becoming quicker. But with yeah. movies, I feel like every movie I've seen recently has been at least two hours. And I'm like, where are my 90 minute movies? <laughs> like, I actually have seen like a couple ones recently that are only at, like, I saw this movie Watcher that was like a good, like, I think it. No, it wasn't a 24, but it was like a little horror thriller thing. And, but yeah, like every movie, like Jurassic world, two and a half hours. I think that's like comment. So that's just funny that she thinks it's like quicker pacing. I think her comment was really that they're longer, but there's more action sequences or like periods of intensity that you can almost check out of, if that makes sense. Because if like you're on your phone, people won't pay attention. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. So that was just an interesting thing of like, oh, I guess because we watched Batman recently. And I was like, this is so weirdly paced. So weirdly paced. Yeah. It was very, I don't know. It kept me on the edge of my seat, though. I think it's Batman. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of action. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. yeah, So you like, what has been like the latest experience of feeling a little bit older than (laughs) you want to feel? (laughs) Yeah. I would say the concert, I just went to a concert the other day and I had pit tickets. There were seats or whatnot, but. I had pit tickets and I would, they had like little things along the side of the pit that you could sit on. And I was sitting. (laughs) So I'm like, when you have pit tickets, but you choose to sit like, yeah, like, Oh, I'm old, you know? So, um, so that was funny, but it was actually like, it was a lot of like older people at the show. There wasn't like a whole lot of like teenagers and, um, anything like that. I think cause the bands that were playing were all kind of like, early mid 2000s so it's like people our age so that was nice like I felt like I was in a crowd of like my people but it still gets me when someone says when someone calls me like ma'am or lady like at the oh that lady over there and I'm like I'm I guess I am a lady but you know like (laughs) I don't know what I expect them to call me but you know I'm like lady is so much worse than like being called like just a woman like oh that woman over there like I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's same, same meaning, different connotation. And it's like, you also want to be called like a lady, like on proper, but <laughs> not in the context yeah. of like, yeah, not in the context of getting called that by a kid, but uh, yeah. And then I would say too, just, I don't know. I, I feel, I definitely feel like younger than I actually am. Cause it's weird. Like looking at certain people like I mean you're married like I don't know but I'm just single as a Pringle still and uh you know and it's like so looking at other people like that have settled down and I'm like no I still like no kids like no responsibilities like if I want to go do do an event if I want to travel I do it and it's like nice and it's funny like certain people on like my team at work will make comments be like oh like wow your life sounds so fun like that sounds like a perfect day off or whatever and I'm like yeah I went and got a solo sushi lunch and then read in the park and because they're like well, I had to drive my kids everywhere so <laughs> like the grass is always greener on different sides but it should be know. added that I am married and have been married for quite a long time but I don't have kids so I too yeah. one of those like I go jetting off whenever I want to yet I have a husband who may be a child in some people's eyes <laughs> oh yeah well and also I feel like, yeah, like Chris is like, to- that's Amnesty's husband for the listeners. But um, yeah, I feel like Chris is totally cool with you. Like he's not like ever trying to hold you back from doing things. So you have like a good balance there, I would say. Yeah. But- yeah. I mean, it's still a fight, but like sometimes yeah. like, you're never <laughs> home and I'm like, well, but I like, you know, I was we yeah. were away for two years. I'm ready to go see everything. And right. But that and was the other feel- thing about feeling old is traveling is so hard for me now. Like it's. Oh my gosh. Yes. Let's talk about that because I feel like, I don't, and I I don't know if you feel the same way, but like after the pandemic, you got so used to being at home and like in your routine. And I'm like, if I want like my ice roller for my face or like, like (laughs) stupid things like that, if I want like an ice pack, if like I have a headache, like I'm not going to pack that on a trip with me, but it's like, it's nice. I have like every little thing at home. And like, you know, as you get older, you like start to acquire things. Like I didn't like, I had so little personal things when we lived in London. Cause we were like yeah. temporarily living there and like, you know, and 
yeah. younger and you don't need like every little thing you need for and now and we could even get into all like the skincare routine I'm a sucker for it you know I'm like yeah, oh gotta use this serum whatever and whatnot and oh th- that could be like a whole nother episode you know we <laughs> could do like you're so vain stay yeah. tuned for that folks yeah. no but, <laughs> but yeah all of that and so like all those little things combined you know needing that and having that at home or not needing it but you know having that at home but you don't want to pack it so then it just feels like your whole routine gets disrupted when you travel and yeah yeah, just especially from being at home for so many years you know or like you know not so I don't know I feel like I still got out eventually with the pandemic but I didn't travel for at least a solid year so it was very bizarre leaving my house like for a long period of time like we even traveled a little bit during the pandemic we were some of those risk pickers who like did it anyway we went to the Maldives but now like doing girls trips I, we go hard. We and not any harder than we did when we were younger, you know. But <laughs> yeah. it takes me like I I've been doing weekends away, just three day weekends, and it takes me like a week to recover from mm-hmm. the like I came back from Dublin and suddenly I was like, do I have an autoimmune disorder? I have like a rash from Guinness. Like <laughs> oh no, <laughs> like just just a you know normal you know that's awful TMI, but but it was just like yeah. Uh, I used to just be able to go hard, get go back to work on Monday with no problem at all, and now it's like impossible to recover I know there were times like I would travel all the time for music as well and now it's like always a risk because with COVID like a band might have to cancel or you know like someone test positive and or postpone it or whatnot like um like one of my friends he just went to Barcelona to Primavera Festival which was still great like a good lineup but he, the main reason he was going is because the strokes were going to be there yeah. that's his favorite band and then they got COVID they tested positive and they weren't able to go so um so now it's just like such a gamble but I used to like fly in like you know go to the concert and then take like a red eye or not a red eye but because a lot of times if it's on the east coast it's like an hour and a half long flight but I'd like take a flight in the morning before going back to work and I would be fine and now that's something that's definitely where I'm like what is my age again because I cannot do that <laughs> like I, I would rather sleep in my bed I, I travel a lot for work as well well I say a lot not in a lot in context of what I used to do you know three or four years ago I travel maybe once a month for for a couple of days and stay away only one but I'm like, yeah, it's like, it's the disruption of the routine, uh, getting up really early, coming back home really late. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me anymore. <laughs> so. I know. Right. Well, and then, uh, yeah, just, gosh, just, oh gosh, we could go on and on. about. This, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. The other thing yeah. that I was going to say is the one thing that's got like, so I am, um, the head of strategic sales for my company. So I, technically should have a team and I'm building a new team out now. And it's like real fucking weird right now because <laughs> this guy who is on another team um, and his boss is actually older than me, but we, we get along really well. We kind of feel like this, the same age. Um, and she's kind of giving me this guy for my team and he's 27. I'm 33. Like there's not much of a difference, but he's, she's like, he's a goofball. He's, you know, he drinks a lot. He's such a party animal. And then he's like trying to act really professional in front of me as if I'm like, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes. You know, like I'm not that kind of boss. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wait, you got called ma'am. That's uh, see. Exactly. Well, yeah. Well, just like, <laughs> but like, she's like, he's behaving himself this week. I'm like, I don't, I am the least behaved person ever. Why do you think you have to behave with me? Yeah. Who you are really. That's all I care about. 
Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just feel like too, like on along those lines, I feel the same way. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty like casual. Like, I don't know, but I, I feel like I, in a way have like a Peter Pan syndrome. I want to get a Peter Pan tattoo because of that, you know, like yeah. not wanting to grow up, but yeah, yeah. I've always, I've always, I'd always say like, that's like my favorite Disney story just because I'm always going to be a kid at heart in a way like, you know, sometimes feel old the back aches the knee aches like yeah. need to go to a chiropractor regularly I there. don't think Peter Pan had to do that but you know <laughs> like just keeping that like youthful spirit alive I think that I mean I think that helps too because if you're like thinking that you're limited like your your thoughts definitely impact like how you physically feel and you know how you how you act so yeah um, I think maybe being tired now comes from me just being gentler on myself as well and maybe it's not that I feel older or just that I could do more when I was younger it was that I didn't know my limits when I was younger Mm -hmm. and then you limit those walls really hard after partying for three months straight and now I'm very aware that I'm gonna hit that wall way earlier than I (laughs) right do you find that do you find that you like have set more boundaries for yourself than uh, as far as limiting yourself yeah absolutely and that's I guess probably the lesson that I would say you know to my younger self if we do that you know again is the boundaries that I set actually I have like a my vision board here and one of the things that says on here is boundaries are my power move and I, I, I found that those are apps that is absolutely the truth for me that me putting boundaries as far as when I get off work when I stop working how hard I work how much I do for other people at work um, what I do for people in my like family um, and for friends or how often I go out, um, I actually feel more powerful and I feel more impactful with my life, intentional with my life, with my boundaries. Although it is very hard to break from that like people pleasing mentality of go, 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 go um, to kind of taking a step back and going, I am not going to do this shit for other people anymore (laughs) yeah totally and I feel like I mean we're I'm I'm 32 you're 33 but I feel like the pandemic kind of like I have certainly set more boundaries for myself recently and I feel like in the last couple of years and I feel like it's a combination of turning 30 slash also the pandemic happening and so I'm like I feel like it was perfect timing and I, I was talking about that with at least like, I feel fortunate that I wasn't like in high school when the pandemic hit or like in college, yeah. cause you're paying tuition and not being able to go to class, you know? So, uh, I was talking to my aunt about that and I was like, and you know, I'm fortunate. It kind of happened at the end of my twenties because I had traveled a lot in my twenties and yeah, it's unfortunate. I had to kind of take a break, but at least it wasn't in my mid early twenties. And she's like, yeah, but you're still young. You could still be out there. But I'm like, yeah, no, but I just feel like it was like a, it was a really good transition for me into my thirties, you know, in a way yeah. it was like a natural, like chain of events to cause me to set more boundaries. And I think that, you know, that comes in the form of, like you said, at work, like telling people, okay, I'm not going to do that. That's not my role, or I'm not going to work late because I have a boundary. You don't even need to justify it, you know? And or people in your life and I mean for me that comes in the form of being like you know what I'd like to go to that concert maybe but I've just I've already seen that artist it's on a weeknight I want to watch The Bachelor and I you know like I want to sit at home eat sushi and watch The Bachelor or something you know and not feeling guilty for like telling people no or like not feeling guilty for not showing up and having that boundary has increased 
increased or sorry, has decreased my sense of FOMO, the fear of missing out. Cause I feel like that's always something. If you decide not to go to something and you decide to stay home because you need time to recharge your battery, it's always easy to feel like, Oh, I, I could have been there. I missed this, but you know, sometimes it's the joy of missing out. Yeah. FOMO. I'm yeah. definitely about Jomo now. The things I enjoy nowadays are like smaller things with friends and breathwork sessions on my own on the weekends and like sitting in the garden drinking until midnight, like small, slow things. Um, and so maybe, maybe it really isn't that I'm tired of, I get tired from doing all those things. It's just that I'm tired of doing those things, those old yeah. or things. So my exactly. body's like, wait a minute, you don't really want to be doing this to you. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Protect your own mental energy. And I actually, I took a Peloton class this morning and something, I don't think I've ever heard anyone ever say that they they repeat a lot of the same. It's like Pelotonisms, but you know, like motivational (laughs) phrases, but the instructor said, um, it's not about the people or she said a lot of people will take your breath away in life, but it's about the people who remind you to breathe deeply that you want to keep in your life. And I think that's, I was like, you know, what? Good. that is so true. Or like, you know, that is so good because yeah, you don't, you, you need someone to ground you. You need those people in your life that remind you it's okay to set a boundary, breathe deeply and breathe like breath work. Like you said, helps so much. Yeah. Oh, I love like, it. I love it. It feels so high. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe maybe that's it. I've just switched from like drugs to which I never actually did drugs, but like yeah. <laughs> alcohol to like natural highs instead. <laughs> right. Well, that's so funny. I feel like yeah, like this has just become a, a advice session to to younger folks, you kiddos. Be like, <laughs> set your boundaries and do meditation because you will feel so much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, and but they've probably heard it a million times and they don't want to hear it from us oldies. <laughs> Yeah. Right. But there's other people out there who are their age. You've already figured it out. Go, you know, go find them to tell you, cause let me ask you this. What's a, what's a piece of advice that you got from someone older that you like rolled your eyes at, at the time, but now you're like, Oh my gosh, why didn't I listen to that? Um, (laughs) this is going to sound sort of counterproductive. Um, and kind of backwards for me, considering, you know, who I am and I'm a very (laughs) open about my sexuality. Let's say that. And so, and I've had a lot of experience before I married my husband, which was like 10 years ago, (laughs) let's say, but the biggest thing that like my dad kind of said, and he said it from a Christian way. So I kind of put my boundaries up right away. And I was really hurt by the church and stuff. It's like, be careful who you give your body to. Um, because it sets this confusion and expectations. And so for the last like two years, I've been unwinding like my own sexual history um, Mm -hmm. and sort of sexual traumas. And I wouldn't say like all all of my traumas are even like assault or anything above that. I don't want to use, you know, triggering words or anything, but I would just say that just protecting my sexual energy and being very careful about who I give that sexual energy to. Um, Mm -hmm. I think if I, I, if I was giving the same lesson, my dad was trying to give, that's how I would say it to myself. Does that make sense? Is yeah. Instead of the Christian, like save yourself for marriage talk. It was more like just save your energy for the right people, but not for for you do it for you. Yeah. You could, you could apply like that same sentiment to any aspect, your sexual health, like save your energy for yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Don't pour it into people who are not worthy of it, but How about you? (laughs) My, the first thing that comes to mind, that's why I'm laughing is because I remember my aunt when I was like 20, 
told me to start moisturizing my neck. And I was like, you told me that you yeah, told oh, me that yes. too. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I just was like, okay. Like, and then was really lazy about it, but I'm like, oh my God. I mean, it's not like bad, but you know, like, I'm like, I feel like I do have like a pretty good, I use tretinoin. So yeah. Younger folks, if you can get tretinoin, use it. But yeah, I just remember, I was like, oh, I really should have listened to that more. I wonder, you know, cause I do, I feel like my chest is like, that's where I'm like, I see my age, like yes. the, not like, not my boobs chest, but like, <laughs> like above it. Like, I'm, my face feels subtle, subtle because I've always like moisturized it. Yes. Moisture. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but my chest has kind of been missed out this whole time. Well, I always, for some reason, like, this is like a very delicate, like the chest skin is very delicate. And if I wear like anything that's not like a crew neck to a festival or whatever, even if I put sunscreen on, it like always gets sunburned. Yeah. And so I feel like that adds all the, you know, just that. So moisturize sunscreen, wear a longer neck shirt if you can. I mean, it's fun to have cleavage, but think about that in your thirties. Like if you're going to get your chest burnt, that would be my, that would be my advice, like recycling it from my aunt, but you know, I would definitely say that we have to do a whole episode. Um, you're so vain on all of the things that we've tried to stay young and beautiful yes. and what's worked right. and what hasn't and what we've learned in the process. All right. Stay tuned folks. That'll so, probably be like the next one. <laughs> yeah. So what, uh, what would you say is maybe your favorite memory or I don't know, maybe, yeah. Favorite memory or something from a concert from your your early 20s because if we're going what's my age again talking about being 23 um 23 gosh I think really that's when I moved to London I moved to London when I was 22 for the first time 20 yeah 22 and I turned 23 when I was here and I would say and I wouldn't say that this is um a concert but it's close it's a music venue there's an old yeah. place now closed called the Intrepid Fox that was in uh, near Tottenham Court Road in London. And it was this nasty, disgusting, quintessential, like punk rock bar. And the, f- I remember the intrepid Fox. Yeah. 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 That, and then they closed it. It's closed now, which is really, really sad. Crow still open around the corner crow bar. Um, but anyway, I remember going in when I first got to London and I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico, which is like, so well, it's pretty liberal, but anyway, yeah, it's so completely fucking different than than London. And I walk in, you know, wearing like basically desert wear because I didn't own anything warm <laughs> when I yeah. over. So like my bra's hanging out, uh, whatever. So I walk in and the bartender just says to me, uh, um, would you, he's like, your tits are really nice. And it was the first time oh someone had said it to me, like to my face. And then um, he was like, would you like a shot of absinthe? And I was like, okay, so my tits get me absinthe. Like, that's great. Yeah. So that's, and it's a weird memory. And I think it's only simply because I just found it absolutely hilarious at the time. He was really friendly. Like he wasn't gawking or anything. He was looking at my face as he said it. So, you know, it was pretty respectful, but it was like, what, the f- what did I fucking move to London for? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh my gosh. And he, I'm imagining he said it in a British accent. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. I would so. take that shot of absinthe. Yeah, no, we went to the Intrepid Fox together. I think we didn't. We do yep. a shot of absinthe, and yes, I think that was probably like, like that was the start of that tradition. I feel like I was like so hyped to do that, and like it didn't really affect me more yeah. than like my normal, like I don't know, yeah, my normal drunken behaviors. But 
you know, we it's could get, well, <laughs> we could go. I actually, I want to say like being 23. Well, so I was 22 when I moved to London and then I turned 23 yeah. and <laughs> wait, did we talk about this on like our, I can't remember if we talked about it before, but my 23rd birthday party with the karaoke. Cause I need to share this. If no, we no, we not. need to hear this. Yes. Okay. So yeah. 23rd birthday party it was trying to find a place and it was like by party. It was like, let's rally all the people who were in our internship program. Shout out Mountbatten to go out. <laughs> and I was trying to find somewhere that did karaoke. And it's not as like, you know, like America, at least in a city like Chicago, you can go to like a dive bar and they'll just be doing karaoke on Saturday nights. That's not how it is like yeah. in London. So I found this place and called made a reservation for literally 50 people I want to say that was like half the bar I want to say wasn't it called like the bird cage or something I don't I remember this now yes but but yes I got very drunk and I am a very happy drunk normally but I can I so I went (laughs) up on stage did my song I think I usually do like no scrubs like no diggity like no scrubs is like my go-to karaoke song but then like people that I know that were there for the party started going up on stage and doing it. And I'd be like, can I come up and do like backup singing? And the karaoke man, like the karaoke master was like, you can't keep going up on stage. Other people are going to be like, why does this girl get to keep going up on stage? And I'm like, well, it's my birthday. And it's like half the bar. (laughs) And then he just was very mean to me. Wouldn't let me go up on stage. And then I started crying and I cried into my uh, coworker, Andrew, his, he did have impeccable pecs. He was like an Adonis. Yeah. He he was like a Grecian God. Yeah. So I was like crying into his pecs and then you wait. Yeah. Amnesty, you took me home, right? Or who someone took and someone ended up like taking me back to the flats. Yeah. And then I'm just like crying. (laughs) I ruined my birthday. But now it's a funny story. So that's the the flip side of that is I made a fucking fool of myself that night too. If I remember correctly, that was the night that I made out with one of the new other interns, a girl. And that's because we sang, um, I'm just a girl. Oh, I was going to say, did you sing? I kissed a girl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no, that would have been no, no. I can't yeah. do Katy Perry. That's not my, you know, my style. But yeah, we did. We did. Um, I'm just a girl. And then she said to me after, like, "You're the first girl I kissed." And I was like, "Shit, no!" <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like I didn't want to do that, but yeah, <laughs> didn't want to take that card from you. But yeah. yeah. And then also, I would say I just have to brag. I saw Blink 182 at Riot Fest when so later that year in August, moved back to Chicago, and that's in Riot Fest is in September. Yeah. And yeah, and I saw them sing "What's My Age Again," and I was like, I'm 23. <laughs> Nobody likes me. <laughs> that's a really good end, I think. There, how we just like admit yeah, we have been drunker than everything in our 20s and our 30s is just that would be the biggest thing that I'm like yeah I feel old you know and it is nice I do buy like nicer alcohol now yeah I have the budget to buy nicer alcohol better be good tequila or I'm not having it (laughs) I'm also really glad that like seltzer is a thing at our age now like because oh yeah not like the beer bloat and everything like it's I mean you still get the carbonation but I really like the the option to have like a refreshing fruit flavored seltzer instead of a beer so I agree we don't have it as uh readily available here but it's absolutely 
like yeah like every <laughs> brand is doing a seltzer now yeah. yeah so we need to get in, we need to get in on that no, i'm just kidding but yeah um it's oversaturated the market is oversaturated yeah um, even i think ali golding has like a brand now yeah oh my gosh or had cool. i don't know whether she she had it or was you know just repping it or whatever <laughs> i don't know yeah that's yeah. funny but oh gosh okay i'm like how do we go from moisturizing your neck to drinking hard seltzer well that's what also happens in your 30s you just go off on a tangent and good shit happens (laughs) that is what you get when you listen to anchors away yeah so recommendations yes our ship recommendations what would you say amnesty um i I said i sounded like so hostile when i said you know what i do know what i would say wine drunk by ellie golding because wine drunk is like how I feel when I'm drinking these days. <laughs> is that a is that a new one or is yeah. that like an oldie? No, it's it's I think it's on our newest or yeah. I'm adding that. Like I ooh, okay, I'm I'm gonna save that song right now. I I like Ellie Ellie Golding from like, you know, like way back. Like I remember lights, you know, way back in the day. But uh okay, I think she went see. really poppy and then this one, Brightest Blue, kind of went that that album went back to kind of her old roots of less well she was always poppy but like less electro pop if that makes sense oh, I just love that record I think it's a really one of my favorites actually yeah so that would be my recommendation wine drunk that makes sense <laughs> I know you're like speaking of being drunk wine yeah. drunk by Ellie Golding. well I would say I've, I've actually really enjoyed uh the new George Ezra album like for, let's keep it on the theme of Brits because we're you know yeah, there we go living over there and well when I did I know you still live in the UK but uh yeah George Ezra just put out a new album called Gold Rush Kid and uh I think the song that I really like is called Love Somebody Else Ooh. like love yourself love somebody else no no but yeah it's, it's pretty good he took a break for a while so yeah didn't he yeah he took i think a lot of people did mind you but yeah longer than others <laughs> yeah georgie boy making a comeback so <laughs> well so those are our recommendations for this week i definitely go suggest yeah. creating a, we need to create a playlist that's what we're going to do we're going to create a playlist of all of the things yes. we recommend, and we'll share that uh for everyone to access All right. Well, we will see you all next week. Recording stop. Thanks again for listening to Anchors Away. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at anchors.away. That's A-N-C-H-R-S dot A-W-A-Y. Also, listen to our podcast Spotify playlist for future episode titles. Linked in the episode notes. There's also a recommendations playlist for you to listen to as well. And if there's a song that you want to hear us talk about and cover, shoot us a recommendation on Spotify. There's a little Q&A where you can suggest things or you can slide into those DMs on Instagram and we will add it to the list. Perfect. That was perfect. (laughs) I literally have two.